Amen to that. Good morning, church. Welcome here. Glad to see you. If you're watching online, thanks for tuning in. Let's pray. Lord, we honor and glorify you. We thank you for your blessings that you poured out and the greatest blessing ever of Jesus Christ taking our place on that cross so that we could, we could know you. So Lord, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come open our hearts, our eyes, and our minds to understand and to know your truth, your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. Church, hear the word of the Lord. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all peoples on the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be, amen. I am the Alpha, the Omega, says the Lord, the one who was who is and who is to come. The one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And after that, we who are still alive and left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Because the Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and the lofty, for all that is exalted, they will all be humbled. For all the cedars of Lebanon, tall and lofty, and all the oaks of Bashan, and all the towering mountains, and all the high hills for every lofty tower, every fortified wall, every trading ship, every stately vessel, the arrogance of man will be brought low, and human pride humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted on that day, and all the idols will totally disappear. People will flee to caves in the rocks and holes in the ground from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. In that day, people will throw away to the moles and to the bats their idols of silver and gold, which they made to worship. They will flee to caverns in the rocks and to overhanging crags from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. And the disciples came to Jesus. Teacher, they asked, when will all these things happen? And what will be the sign that they're all going to take place? He replied and said, watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name, 
claiming, I am he. The time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be frightened. These things must happen first. But the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be great earthquakes, famines, plagues in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over in the synagogues and put you in prison. You will brought, you'll be brought before kings and governors all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry. Do not worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed, even by parents, brothers, sisters, relatives, and friends. And they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. But not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. So when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that the desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the cities get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful will it be in those days for nursing mothers and pregnant women. There'll be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish at the perplexity of the roaring and the tossing of the sea. People will faint in terror, apprehensive about what is coming to the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them this parable. He said, look to the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourself and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things happening, you will know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will never pass away. Be careful. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down in carousing 
drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you like a trap. For it will come to all those who live on the face of the earth. So be always on the watch. And pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen. That you will be able to stand before the Son of Man. For as lightning that comes in the east is visible even in the west, so will it be with the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures will gather. And immediately after the distress of these days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will no longer give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky. The heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And, they, and he will send his angels, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Learn this from the fig tree. As soon as it twig, its twig gets tender and its leaves come out, you know summer's near. So when you see these things, know that the end is right at the door. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels, not even the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in a field. One of them will be taken, and one of them will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One of them will be taken, and the other one will be left. So therefore, keep watch, because you do not know what day the Lord will come. Keep watch. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch, and he would have not let his house be broken into. So you must always be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So then who, who is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of his household? to give them food at their proper time. It'll be good for the servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. He will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant is lazy and wicked, and he says to himself, my master is taking a long time, staying away for a long time. And he begins to beat his fellow servants. And he begins to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping 
and gnashing of teeth. So Jesus said to them, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you may be where I am. So be patient, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how a farmer waits for the land to yield its crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and the spring rains. You too, be patient. Stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. And don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged, and the judge is standing at the door. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they've done. He will reward each person according to what they have done. And Jesus says, look, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. Because the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. So since everything is going to be destroyed in this way, what kind of lives ought people supposed to live? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destructions of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat but keeping with his promise, keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, my dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless and blameless and at peace with him. For the grace of God has appeared to us and offers us salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and live a self-controlled, upright, and godly life in this present age while we wait for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He who gave himself up to redeem us from wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own.
See, our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a savior from there, our Lord Jesus, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, he will transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body. And now, as dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed when we stand before him. Because it happened in this way. Jesus said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and all Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. While they were looking up intently into the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside him. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way that you've seen him go. All right, this is me speaking now. <laughs> Out of all those verses, there's two, two main things that I want us just to focus on. I mean, there's a, there's a lot there. Uh, but two main things that I want to focus on when we're looking at Jesus Christ as our coming king. The first one is this. Because Jesus Christ is our coming king, we need to be ready. Did you catch that in those verses? Be ready. Be prepared. Be alert. Keep watch. It's over and over and over. We need to be ready. And what that means is we need to live holy and God-pleasing lives. Righteous, blameless, pure in this dark world. And the second thing ties into the first one. We live those pure and blameless and righteous lives to be a witness, to be a testimony. Because Jesus is the coming king, we need to finish the job that he gave us to go make disciples of all nations, to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Like when somebody leaves and they're gonna say one more final important thing, like, and that's the thing Jesus chooses to say, go make disciples. It's like, you gotta remember this. And we're gonna be taking, starting not next week, but the week after, we're gonna be taking four weeks to look at this verse, you'll be my witnesses in uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And we're doing a four-week series on what that means for us in our lives here in Grand Prairie, in Canada, and throughout the whole rest of the world. So I really encourage you, please, Come to that. Come next week, too, because it's Mother's Day and we want to celebrate mothers. But after that, we're starting this series. And I encourage you, please come. And let's, let's do this together. Because I love that verse that says, so you can hasten the return of Christ to hold Jesus come quickly, we pray. We have a, uh, a video that we're going to put on the screens in a moment. Um, and it's a, it's a prayer. And uh, I think it sums up 
our Jesus Christ is our Savior, Sanctifier, Healer, and Coming King series really well. And so I invite you to uh, pray along with this video uh, in your heart, in your mind. I mean, if you want to speak it out, that's totally, that's totally cool too. Um, but I, I pray that this is, this is our heart's cry and our heart's desire um, coming out of this series. So we can go to that video now. Oh God, with all our hearts, we long for you. Come, transform us to be Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, mission-focused people, multiplying disciples everywhere. Christ, you are our Savior, our Sanctifier, our Healer, our Coming King. We exalt you above all else. Lord, sanctify us so that we can go deeper into worship, richer into fellowship, and strive to be more effective in spreading your kingdom. Make us eager to see every nation be blessed through you. Thank you for your deep love for us and for the privilege of sharing your word to the world. We ask for your guidance and your anointing. Increase our ability to hear, ask, and believe. Lord, we long to be people of prayer who worship, ask, listen, and follow you through prayer. With humility of heart and mind, transform us every day to become more like you. Father, our hearts break as we recognize that three billion people do not know you. We pray for your vision and kingdom strategies that move us to engage with the people of this world. We pray for opportunities and confidence to communicate your gospel through our words and actions. We offer ourselves to you, Father. Let us be effective hands, feet, and voices testifying that Jesus is Lord and Savior. And finally, Lord, we cannot do this alone. Show us how to work and serve together and partner with others. Make us strong together as one body under Christ our head. Today, Lord, we pray for mercy on the people of this world who have not yet heard your name. We bring before your throne the Huicho, the Fulani, the Yazidis, the Rohingya, the Kazakhs, the Yemeni, the Tuareg, the Japanese, the people of South Asia, and many other millions who are still in need to hear the saving message of Jesus. Above all, Lord, our heart's desire is to proclaim your name and your glory everywhere. Amen.